0: Welcome to Udcast, episode 60. This is Head of School Dan Glass with you once again, recording live in the Sound Lab here at the Brandeis School of San Francisco on this once-was-rainy, now-beautifully-sunny, topsy-turvy Purim here at Brandeis. I am currently dressed like either Paul or Ringo from the uh, Hard Day's Night era Beatles. Uh, You can't see me, but I'm wearing a black suit, skinny black tie, got the mop top going on. It is a raucous day here at Brandeis as Purim always is. Uh, And I thought to start with a piece of a poem. Uh, We always start with a poem, dear listeners. Um, which uh, has some of the spirit, I think, of Purim, which is a a, um, a joyful celebratory spirit. Certainly, um, the poem is called "Kral Mahalis. Uh, it is by Allen Ginsberg, um, and uh, I was thinking of the of the '60s and of poets who were connected to the Beatles because we have a Beatles theme to our entire Purim and Purim spiel, which will be taking place shortly. Uh, But also just the poem itself is, um, has a lot of the joyful, celebratory, topsy-turviness. Kral Mahalis uh, means King of May, and this is a poem kind of about May Day, the first of May. Uh, Today is the first of March, so, Not not May Day, but Purim. Uh, And this is sort of the middle of the poem that begins um, uh, like this. And I am the king of May, which is the power of sexual youth. And I am the king of May, which is industry in eloquence and action in amour. And I am the king of May, which is long hair of Adam and the beard of my own body. And I am the King of May, which is Kral Mahalis in the Czechoslovakian tongue. And I am the King of May, which is old human poesy, and a hundred thousand people chose my name. And I am the King of May, and in a few minutes I will land at London airport. And I am the King of May, naturally, for I am of Slavic parentage and a Buddhist Jew, who worships the Sacred Heart of Christ, the blue body of Krishna, the straight back of Ram, the beads of Chango the Nigerian singing Shiva, Shiva, in a manner which I have invented. And the King of May is a Middle European honor, mine in the 20th century, despite spaceships and the time machine, because I heard the voice of Blake in a vision and repeat that voice. So we are all kings of May on this uh, Purim day. I wanted to share this week a little bit about what I love about school. Um, And really what I love about school is is that I love to learn and I love being in a place where every day is different. And uh, this week was so representative of that truth, I thought I'd share a little vignette from the first three days of the week by way of an illustration. So Monday afternoons are typically our uh, staff and faculty meeting, and that can range from curricular work to prep for school events to whatever is sort of coming up on the calendar. This week we had eighth grade parent onda Quo in uh, for a professional development program around the Myers-Briggs personality inventory. And it's a program that she offers to her residents and her colleagues at UCSF to aid them in effective collaboration and communication, and she basically took us through that same program. My favorite moment of the session, which was thought-provoking throughout, was when um, the whole faculty split into groups uh, based on whether we were... Uh, T's or F's in the inventory. So whether uh, we have an orientation toward thinking or feeling in our um, communication and decision making. Um, and then the the challenge was to write an email to a group of colleagues uh, around a hypothetical situation. Basically, there was a, a an opportunity that some some subgroup of the group would get to participate in, and we had to make a determination and communicate that um, in a kind of limited time frame. And it was it was really fascinating to see how we all communicated, and especially the questions we asked of ourselves and each other in navigating the potential conflict of this hypothetical situation. I never, um, I, you know, I've, you know, Myers Briggs is a is a familiar personality inventory and one that I've done in a variety of situations. I always, uh, parts of it are completely consistent. I always come up as an E, N, and J. So extroverted, uh, in, intuitive, and judging. Um, meaning that the judging one is about you know how planful you are. And I'm a very, uh, I, I, I'm very planful in my, uh, both my day-to-day and my long-term life. Um, but the T and the J always flip-flops for me. Uh, I I seem to be, parts of me um, are very uh, rational, sequential, and logical in decision-making, and parts of me are very empathetic um, and uh, feelings-oriented, and so I come up as both in the inventory, but I, well, I had done uh, work around the extrovert-introvert part of uh, of that inventory in um, working with colleagues in various contexts. I had never zoomed in on the thinking-feeling uh, dichotomy. I found it both hilarious and informative um, to think it through with my colleagues, and it was really... Um, a joyful afternoon of learning which is saying something and a real credit to Anda's facilitation because um, you know those late afternoon meetings can be a challenge even if the subject matter is super interesting Uh, Tuesday morning so that was my Monday afternoon moment of learning Tuesday morning I had the opportunity to take a break from my normal suite of meetings to be a guest teacher in uh, Miss Lostetter's fifth grade music class she had asked me to come Last year, I think, and and the timing didn't work out, so we got it on the calendar a little bit earlier this year, um, she invited me to come in and teach her students about rap music, which is the unit they're working on right now, and to help them in writing their own rap. So I spent two hours Tuesday morning with the kids. Um, I shared a little bit about my own story with them, uh, because I'm sure they all wondered why they were sitting in a music class with their head of schools particularly uh, one focused on rap so i told them about how the first album i ever bought was public enemies fear of a black planet how i worked for a while as a music journalist covering indie label rap music how i wrote my dissertation on rap music and experimental poetry in the 70s and 80s Um, And then together we learned about the structure of rhyme, internal rhymes versus end rhymes, and how consonant and vowel sounds act differently in the similarities we hear in words. And we listened to a Tribe Called Quest's classic, Can I Kick It?, Uh, which is um, the the intro and outro music here. Tribe Called Quest, as many of you know, is kind of one of my desert island bands. Uh, I I, um, really love uh, their music um, and many of their albums are really important in my um, constellation of um, music that has informed my life. Um, But we listen to Can I Kick It? to uh, unpack how polysyllabic rhymes um, rely heavily on meter in particular. So the first verse which is Q-tip is all just a sort of single syllable end rhyme, but it, it's a nice way of looking at, at how vowel sounds work in, in rhymes, and then the second verse, which is Fife Dog, R-I-P. Um, uh, fife Dog's verse is all polysyllabic rhymes, and what, what you see is that um, there's certain things that are about the sounds of the words, but so much of it is also about the meter of, uh, of how they're being said. So after all of that, we workshopped the kids' raps for a bit because they're working on their own. Um, and they, they're, they're doing these really great rap songs on everything from fashion to, uh, to piano and learning how to play the piano. One group is uh, talking about the president and American politics. One group is writing a rap uh, from the perspective of Kugel, uh, which is hilarious. Um, and you know, if nothing else, I hope they left knowing that if somebody ever asks, can I kick it? There's only one right answer. And it is of course, yes, you can. Uh, so that was my Tuesday morning. And then Wednesday, I took part for the third year in a row in the Stanford IDO uh, shadow a student challenge. And for the second year in a row, our entire leadership team is taking part as well, um, and that's a program where you uh, pick a student and you spend uh, a, a full day or a majority of a day um, following them throughout their day. So, you know, I this year I was a second grader. I was a seventh grader last year, a fourth grader the year before that, um, and my student I was shadowing was Zuri. Uh, Zurich, He, um, so I had a desk next to him and I did everything uh, uh, that he did throughout um, the first uh, half of the day. And as is true every year with this challenge, I was really blown away by the amount of thinking and playing and learning that our students do. It's humbling and exhausting to try and follow along, really. they, They have been truly exhausting days in very positive ways. Uh, We sang our hellos in morning meeting in five different languages. We worked on ongoing writing projects, learned some about the geography of India, ran ourselves ragged, or I certainly ran myself ragged, in PE playing Banana Tag, which was a new game for me. And then again during recess playing Double Touch, another new game for me. We used bear claw beats and music to experiment with rhythm. Then we talked about the ethics of idolatry in Jewish studies class, and that was all in the first half of the day. That was all before lunch. Zuri's parents, uh, Lindy and Ken, I think Ken in particular, packed me a lunch to enjoy with Zuri, which was really pretty special, I have to say. It was delicious. Thank you again, Ken and Lindy, uh, for the pastrami sandwich and um, other tasty treats. All in all, it was a joyful morning full of learning. Uh, and I, the, the class community um, really made me feel particularly welcome as a peer this year, and I was really grateful for that. I'm excited already for next year, year four of the project. And of course, now here today is Purim. So much going on, such an exciting day. And such an exciting week. I titled the uh, the article I wrote about this, Oh, the weeks you will have after uh, Dr. Seuss's book, Oh, the places you'll go. Uh, and of course, um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty amazing to get to do this work uh, and have weeks such as this one. Uh, at one point at recess yesterday when I was pretending to be a second grader, I had a student named Ari who came up to me and sat with me for a bit. Uh, right before we ran out to start playing and he said uh you know it seems like you do a pretty good job of being a, a head of school because you make sure that you come and do the fun things too and i said you know what ari it's true i get to do a lot of fun things in this job and i am very grateful for that fact And I am grateful to all of you, dear listeners, who joined us today. Shabbat Shalom to any of you listening on Shabbat. Hag Purim Sameach. I hope you guys have a great Purim, any of you who are celebrating the holiday. And um, I will be away next week, and so we'll not be recording the Yudcast, but uh, I will look forward to being back in the booth with you uh, the following week.